This is WMUA Amherst, and you are listening to... station this week? Do you know how many iron doors I had to break in? I had to climb this brutalist structure all the way to the roof, just to break into the roof, and then go down 20 flights of stairs, breaking through three or four other doors just to get into the studio. And quite frankly, now I'm sitting here, it's midnight, and I'm tired, and I'm thinking to myself, what is the really care less. You know, I got all these songs I'm going to play and these things that I do, and I'm just thinking to myself, whatever, right? I mean, seriously, whatever. Oh, hold on, hold on. We got a call. I shouldn't bother, but let me, let me pick it up. Hello, WMU Amherst. Yeah, man, come on, what's wrong with you? Wait, who is this? It's me, man. It's me. It's the B.I.Q. No, I'm the B.I.Q. You're not the B.I.Q. No, I'm the B.I.Q. at home. I'm asleep. I'm actually not even awake. But I'm calling you through, like, I don't know, it's like psychic airwaves. Really? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, I'm just, like, tapping into you right now because I can feel you. I hear that you don't care. You know, but it's really important to care right now. Uh, it's just hard, you know, like, you're, you're me asleep at home, but I'm me here who broke into the station, and like, I'm tired, man, I'm tired of all this, I just want things to go back to normal. Oh man, I totally get it, man, don't worry about things, it's gonna be alright, things gonna be alright, it's gonna be okay, listen, listen, just do the show, jump in the car, come home, we'll be one person sleeping, it's gonna be beautiful, you're gonna love it, it's gonna be great. All right, all right, all right. I'm going to get my energy going. I'm sorry. Hey, luck. Don't be sorry. I get it. I totally get it. Anyway, what's the what's the theme this week? Anyway, I, I can't remember. Oh, yeah. The theme for this week is uh, blasé. Blasé? Yeah, blasé. Like, you don't care. Oh, maybe that's why I'm feeling this way. Yeah, I think that's it. That's why you're feeling this way, dude. It's just part of the show. It's Barbarian in the Valley, man. That's what we do. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's Barbarian in the Valley. Yeah, you're totally right, man. I'm sorry. I don't mean to let you down. Hey, you're not letting me down. This is excellent. Like, this all works out. Come on, man. Let's go. Where are we going? To the show. Thank you. 
you have to agree with me And that is for sure, and that is for sure Nobody can live forever And everybody is the same There we go How we doing, man? What's happening? All right Yeah, 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 yeah. Sooner or later, sooner or later You're going to understand that There we go Nobody can live forever Nobody will know how I feel Nobody can give the answers Nobody can play but for real Nobody can live forever Nobody will know how I feel Nobody can give the answer Nobody can play but for real There's no God, there's no heaven There's no devil, there's no hell There's no God, there's no heaven Hello, and you're back. You're back in the Barbarian Lair. I'm the BIQ. I'm the Barbarian Question. And we have... Harriet Hendershot. <laughs> now, let's just take a look at this. Now, we were talking about before, and let's just get the facts down on this. We're looking at... Uh, we have a government incentive program for chip implantment, right? Uh, and this uh, focused uh, a lot on children. So there's this big push to uh, plant implant chips in children. I think it's surgically easier at that age. I think there's obviously some benefits to that, according, you know, like in terms of like any kind of kidnapping issues or anything like that or safety stuff. So there's that. And what the government right now is offering 15,000 non-tax income for 20 years after the implementation of the chip is what's going on. Good deal. What's it's good deal? It's a good deal. Yeah, it's a good deal. I mean, it gets to be less a good deal as, you know, 20 years from now, I don't know what 15,000 would be worth. So that's just amateur. You have to kind of factor that in. Um, some of the things that it could do that the government is arguing that it can nullify kidnapping, reduce crime. Um, I'd like to come back to that because I'm wondering how it might reduce crime. Eliminate heart attacks and other health issues. So that, that decreases costs. That is to say that this, pl- this chip implanted in you can kind of function as a... They have these for cows and stuff like that. And we, we, there's already about 2.5% of Americans have this chip in them. There's okay, a lot more that have adapters. those things outside their skin already. I'm wearing one. 
Garmin Phoenix 5. Is Fitbits. that right? Yeah, Fitbits and phones. If yeah. I can get paid for it. So this is this is an argument that we already are carrying around chips, right? And, you know, on your phone, it can it's going to tell the authorities if they can get into it and they can subpoena it. They can find out exactly where you've been. The problem is there's a difference there because you're going back into evidence. You're not live tracking people, right? That, that's yeah. a, there's a distinction to be to be had there. So you, you know, when you're live tracking people, you're kind of you're making them suspect always. Yeah. Now, you're in favor of this, is that right? Yeah, let's do it. Yeah, are you the, gonna... I mean, we've already have we already have systems in place that are doing this. We register our kids with their fingerprints at police stations. Really? Preemptively. Oh, yeah, I guess so. Okay. We do things like this all the time. Well, it's a little different from a chip. And and here's the thing is that. You know, if I go down and get our kids a chip, then I'm signing them up for, I think, a lifetime. I think that you can remove the chip, but there's a huge financial disincentive that's like more than the money you made from the chip. It basically becomes unaffordable to remove the chip uh, surgically. And also the government, There has I've heard of illegal removals of the chip that have gone badly. Um, so the government is going... Well, is that's that government tax? property. That's government property, exactly. And so once you put that chip in, it doesn't come out. Is That's kind of the, you know, that's the kind of long and short of it. So, you know, putting this chip in my kids, that feels kind of... All right, let me ask you this, Harry. Uh, you're, you're okay with doing it. Are you actually going to do it? Yeah, I'm going to do it. Now, here's my concern, Harry, is, uh, you know, once they are... This is a wedge thing, but... If they can get 10 or 15% of Americans to take this incentive to get the chip, I have the feeling that it's going to become mandatory within 10 or 15 years. Now, what if I'm not healthy? You know, what if I don't have the advantages that you have? Now I have the government mandating a chip in my head. Well, we also have a government that better understands the society and the data that comes from it to better organize efforts to do things to solve like, our problems. You mean like healthcare.gov? Are you talking about that same government, the one that came up with healthcare.gov? Well, they didn't have any of this data, or they didn't have any of this insight. Well, you, so, so you trust the government. You trust the government to be able to parse this data, but you also trust the government not to abuse this data. Now, I'm just shocked that you're willing. First of all, I actually don't think you'll do it. No, I mean I'm 100% devil's advocate here, but uh, people are doing it, and I think that. Uh, okay, let me ask you this: since you're like devil's advocate. What do you say to me? I, I actually don't think you can get this incentive. I don't think you're going to do it for 15000 I don't think you can get the chip in your head. And I think 10 years from now, it's going to be mandatory. If not for you, then for your kids. Are you okay with that? Is that is? Are you getting free your taxes off? Are you, is, your be, is your family going to be better provided for no. through, through this? Well, think gonna about this. Think about this. I mean, we're talking about this. I'd as, rather as, be free and impoverished than wealthy and um, shackled. If you take this and you have the ability to save through tax incentives for 20 years, let's say $250,000, we're coming at this from a middle class perspective. We're talking about this from a middle class perspective, okay? If If I 
and we don't know what's going to happen down generationally. We don't know if this is going to be mandatory mandatory for everybody. We're just talking about right now. You're talking about something that may not happen. It's the hypothetical. Right now, if I can provide my family with $250,000, especially if I'm in a pov- in the poverty zone, that's going to be a leg up on on actually establishing my family yeah. and protecting my family. So, so am I going stuck, to protect my family? You're stuck in devil's advocate mode. Say no for a fact you wouldn't do this. And, you know, just having this conversation now, you know, we have a couple of neighbors who have done this and their kids do have chips in them. And um, I'm sorry, but I've noticed the difference in behavior. I don't know if it's a placebo thing. Yeah, they're, they're probably better a, behaved. Uh, perhaps better behaved, but less fun, less vital. You know, I've seen the kind of like energy. They're already self-regulated with their phones. What's the no, difference I'm between the young, two? young children here. I see what you're saying. The difference is that you can put the phone away, you can put the phone down, you can throw the phone in the trash. This stays with you forever. Light up a stage and wax a chump like a candle Dance, caress the speaker that booms I'm killing your brain like a poisonous mushroom Deadly, when I play a dope melody Anything less than the best is a felony Love it or leave it, you better gain weight You better hit bulls out of kid, don't play If there was a problem, yo, I'll solve it Check out the hook while my DJ revolves it
again And I think it's all pumping Quick to the point, to the point, no faking Cooking MCs like a pound of bacon Burning them, being quick and nimble I go crazy when I hear a cymbal And a hi-hat with a souped-up tempo I'm on a roll, it's time to go solo Rolling in my 5.0 Put my rag top down so my hair can blow The girl is on standby, waiting just to say hi Did you stop? No, I just drove, I kept on Pursuing to the next stop I bust a left and I'm heading to the next block The block was dead, yo So I continue to A1A Girls were hot, wearing less than bikinis Rock men love us, driving Lamborghinis Jealous, cause I'm out getting mine Shade with the gauge and vanilla with the nine Ready for the chumps on the wall The chumps acting ill because they're full of eight ball Gunshots, ranged out like a bell I grabbed my nine, all I heard was shells Falling on the concrete real fast Jumped in my car, slammed on the gas Bumper to bumper, the avenue's packed I'm trying to get away before the jack is jacked Police on the scene, you know what I mean? They passed me up, could run it all the dope beats If there was a problem, yo, I'll solve it Check out the hook while my DJ revolves it Hook while DJ revolves it. Listening to Barbarian in the Valley. This may be a condition of your probation, an aspect of your spiritual cleansing, or an opportunity to find something to write about on your college applications. You may be listening to Barbarian in the Valley in a halfway house, in an ashram, or in study hall at high school. Either way, know that you are the exact same person just at different times of your life. You could write about that if you like. All submission for the Barbarian in the Valley Journal of Medicine can be submitted at barbarianinthevalley.com.
was in college, there were these things called Don Rags. And it was like all your professors would get and talk about you in the third person while you sat there, which sounds pretty stressful and kind of was. And I remember my sophomore one in the spring, like I was going to leave anyway. I just felt like I wanted to leave college and try to become a writer. And I remember listening to my professors and they were basically getting to the point of saying that I should be conditionally enabled to go on to my junior year, which was like a really blemish on your career. You know, not too many people were conditionally enabled. And I just remember like not totally being out of body in the experience, but I had this really powerful image of BBs hitting a metal plate in front of me that I was holding this metal plate and these BBs were hitting it and then going out the window. We were on the third floor of this old building. That was the image that I had. And it reminded me of this other thing. I remember when my mom went back to work when I was a kid and sitting on the stairs with my little Robin Hood doll as both my father and mother explained to me that my mom was going back to work and just feeling this intense sorrow, sorrow inside of me and thinking of my little Robin Hood who had this quiver of arrows and thinking in that moment that he could shoot them and having that image of him taking these tiny arrows and shooting them and how cool that was that this little doll could shoot these arrows. And I just think that at that moment, that's what he was doing. It wasn't even like I was thinking about it. The little Robin Hood was shooting his little quiver of arrows as I sat four years old on the red carpet of the staircase. Now last night, of being sheltered. <laughs>